Hello, welcome back to Leatherheads Footy. My name is Morgan, and on this episode, we've got another of the Best 22 series, early Best 22s following the trade period for 2022. So this is my predicted Best 22 coming into next year's 2023 season. Carlton Blues, the Blue Baggers, let's go. So they had a relatively quiet trade period, just addressed one need. Blake Akers comes into the team for a future third round pick. I think that's good value. I would have him probably as maybe a second round, late second round player, especially someone that's in the prime of his career moving to a team that's looking to contend, potentially could have got a second rounder, but all things considered, probably pretty fair value. Um, Depends where Carlton finish, obviously, where that third round pick ends up being. And they lost Will Setterfield, who wasn't really getting much of a game, um, basically for nothing. They gave up Setterfield in pick 68 to bring in pick 60. So Setterfield moved them in from pick 68 to 60. They might not even use pick 60. So essentially just getting him off of the salary cap and hopefully gets more opportunity at Essendon. But this is about Carlton. Akers, I think, comes in and plays straight away. They wouldn't have targeted a guy who's 27 if that wasn't the case. But starting off in the back line, we've got Adam Saad. He, I think, is fantastic. has been a really good recruit coming across from Essendon. He can lock down on your speedy players. Obviously, he's got heaps of leg speed. He can rebound with that leg speed. He's a penetrating kick. And I think he just attacks in a different way to a lot of other defenders. The way that he runs, the way he kicks across his body, I think, can catch off, um, catch the uh, zones out. And just get, adds that sort of crazy element to the ball movement. So I really like him. I think possibly could have been All-Australian. I think he might have been. But if he wasn't, he was unlucky. Weedering at fullback is the rock in this Carlton defence. They would be super happy picking him up with pick one in the 2015 draft. Future captain of the team, that seems obvious. He takes the best forward uh, for the opposition and is able to intercept, lock them down. And also is pretty handy with his foot skills coming out of the back line. Doherty actually is the captain. Another great pickup from the Lions. Um, back-to-back knee recos, and then he had his battle with cancer. So, really good footy story, but just a fantastic player, putting that aside. Fantastic ground ball get player. Offers heaps of composure when he wins the footy or gathers the footy with those ground ball gets, but also gives his teammates an option to go sideways to slow things down, and then he'll make a good decision. Mitch McGovern, I've got in there, probably between him and Marchbank for that sort of third tall position. I like him because he can take those intercept marks. He'll play on the third tall or a smaller player if they can organise those matchups, and then he'll be taking those intercept marks. Hopefully free him up a little bit to do that while Weedering and Young wrestle with the bigger tall forwards of the opposition. Then get to Lewis Young. Probably got his opportunity first year at the club, but got his opportunity on the back of injuries. A little bit, but really cemented his spot. Actually led the league for spoils, which is pretty impressive per game, I think, because he didn't play the full uh, quota of games. But, yeah, a good get for them. And probably more of a defensive defender, which seems obvious, but a lot of defenders now are quite offensive in the way that they play. And then finishing off with Zach Williams, who I'm hoping can get back to fitness. I like the way he plays. He and Saad will bring a great element, especially with Doherty in the team. Their rebound will be really strong. Williams offers that run. He's a beautiful kick of the footy. Hopefully he can get that fitness back, like I said, and potentially push up into the midfield. But I think starting him off, especially off a serious injury like his um, Achilles, I think it was, they'll start him off the halfback flank. And then on the bench for the backs, I've got Nick Newman. Potentially Jordan Boyd is the other guy who had a couple of strong games towards the end of the year. Um, but I think Newman as the incumbent just takes his pl- uh, place to start the year and then will have to be forced out of the team. Overall, a really strong backline. 
probably depends on McGovern, I think. McGovern and Williams, two guys that could be fantastic sort of all-Australian level players, but it really depends on their body um, coming into this next year. But overall, really strong backline. As we go through this team, you'll see that it's a team that doesn't have many weaknesses. Michael Voss, second season in charge, you'd think that the Blues would be aiming for finals and nothing less will please their fans. So, moving into the midfield, here we see Akers um, takes his spot on the wing, but starting on the opposite wing, we've got Adam Chera, um, again, another guy, second year at the club, coming across from Frio, will be moving into the prime of his career. He's just a really classy player. He's one of the guys that can come out the front of the stoppage and use his foot skills really well. He's clean, probably not as strong a contested player, but it looks like he does still have that aspect to his game. But I think just because of the mix that Carlton have got with guys like Cripps Hewitt and Kennedy on ball, he's probably going to play a bit more of an outside role. Him and Walsh, I see is quite similar. Um, Chera probably more of a natural inside mid than Walsh. Walsh obviously just has that running capacity. So inside or outside, he's just going to get contest after contest and just work his way through the game. Fantastic. He was top 10 in the league for disposal last year. Um, Centerman, Cripps, ideal Centerman, just wins heaps and heaps of contested balls, offers that composure, can push forward as we saw at the start of the year, kicking goals, obviously won the Brownlow medal. So he had a great year. And... Um, I think he'll, he's really found his level in the game, went through a couple of years where he lost weight and tried to become a better runner heading into the COVID affected season and then shorted, shortened quarters meant that probably you didn't need as much fitness. So that was ironic. And then he put on weight, decided to go back to what was his best sort of bullocking physical style of gameplay. And then moving into the 2021 season, they introduced, um, the new man on the mark rule, which opened the game up more. So both times he tried to adapt his game, factors outside of his control, like actual changes to the game's rules went against him. And I think this year was sort of showed how good of a player he is, recaptured that 2019 form. Carlton were a bit better and as a result got that Brownlow medal. Akers on the other wing, I think he's just a really solid player. Plays a wing role really well at Fremantle. He just kept his width, offered that get out kick a lot of the time and offered that uncontested option when they're moving the ball He's there for the switch. He just plays the role really well. Um, solid foot skills. He's not a exciting player or anything. He's just really solid. And I think Carlton especially needed another guy on the wing. They were playing Cottrell and O'Brien. Cottrell I've got um, holding his spot on the bench, but two guys that probably weren't quite good enough to get them to that next level and win the premiership. They've identified that as an area of need and brought someone in. Now, this is was the toughest position to pick in the Carlton team. I've got DeConning starting. There's rumours that there'll be five players on the bench heading into this season. If that is the case, then DeConning and Pitnett will play. But looking at their team balance, I could only see either DeConning or Pitnett playing. And even though Pitnett's probably a little bit ahead right now, and they'd feel a bit more comfortable having him as the main ruck, I just can't see them leaving DeConning out of the team. This guy's clearly going to be a star in the future. He's clearly their number one ruck moving forward. So I think if it comes down to one of the two, they'll just play DeConning because worst worst case scenario, he's going to develop. And I think even worst case scenario, he's not that far behind Pitnet. But as I mentioned, five on the bench means that both of them will play. Hewitt, I thought was fantastic recruit coming across from Sydney. Just really good contested player, really clean at ground level. Doesn't kick the ball heaps, but he releases his teammates by handball all the time, and he's a really good tackler. And then Walsh, as I mentioned before, I've got him starting on ball, but Kennedy can play on ball, Chera can play on ball, Walsh can play out on the wings. He'll 
probably play um, 50-50 split, I think, between wing and on ball, um, but just a fantastic guy. He's the type of player that doesn't really matter where he starts. A lot of guys, you know, like they need to be um, as typical inside mids. Someone like a Matt Kennedy, he pro- although he's good overhead, but you want him starting at the stoppage because that's his bread and butter is winning the ball at the contest. Someone like Walsh doesn't actually need to start at the stoppage because from stoppage onwards, post clearance, he is able to get to the next contest with his running power. But I've got him starting on ball just because I think he's in the three best mids at Carlton. Brings me to the bench. Matt Kennedy, a bit of a career renaissance under Michael Voss. Strong overhead, came across from GWS a while back and hasn't quite found his feet, but you just saw what he was able to do. He's got that sort of hunched posture like Elliot Yo. Um, he's powerful, 190 centimetres, 90 kilos, and he can just win that contested ball over and over again, and he's a real competitor. And I think looking at Carlton, that's what Michael Voss likes and wants in his players. As I mentioned before, Cottrell, I've got um, on the bench for the wing. It was, yeah, between him and O'Brien, potentially Jack Carroll. We'll see, although he looks a little bit more like an inside midfielder. But Cottrell was quite impressive towards the end of the year and just offers a little bit of that harder edge that O'Brien doesn't have in his game and is probably the thing that holds O'Brien back from being an AFL-level player because he's got the outside game, it would seem. Finally, the forward line, Jack Martin, Gold Coast Suns recruit. He is one of the great what-if players of the AFL, in my opinion. Wickedly talented. He's skillful. He's clean. He goes hard at the footy. So he can pretty much play anywhere but key position. Um, He just hasn't been able to through a combination of injuries and not really form. He just hasn't been able to string enough games together. He always seems to be injured. But when he's on the park, he obviously makes his teammates better. Great set shot. Um, set sets guys up. Yeah, I, I'm just a huge fan. Actually, met him at school, but that's not really important. Um, Charlie Kerner at centre half forward, Coleman medalist, obviously fantastic player, and just an awesome story for him to get back to the level that he did after how long he had out of the game. Fantastic, mobile, really strong runner, strong hands, and he just brings so much energy. When he kicks the goal, he gets the crowd up and about, and his teammates get up and about as well. Zach Fisher, another guy similar-ish to Martin, although Martin is a lot stronger overhead. Fisher's more of a ground-level player, but I love the dynamic side of Fisher's game. He's got a really good sidestep. When he's around the ball, things just happen. He's got great vision. He's a good decision-maker, and he's very elusive and agile. So I, I think he's just fantastic. Another guy that you just want to see play more footy. Silvani, he's playing that second ruck role. So potentially he would miss out if Pitnett played ruck. You'd have um, Tom DeConning playing this third tall in the forward line, swapping in. But I think Silvani's just a better forward at this stage. He's really good hitting up at the footy, playing that link role. He's smart and he's, he doesn't look like a tall forward. The way that he moves is very clean. For a 194 centimeter guy that can play in the ruck, He's really clean below his knees. Just seems like a really solid player, in my opinion. And then Harry Mackay, common medalist from two years ago. Just a beast of a man. He's the one, like a Tom Lynch, like a Tom Hawkins, that can take those big contested marks down the line. Almost immovable once he gets to the drop of the ball. Um, set shot kicking has improved. It was a little bit of an issue, but he's just a powerful, powerful force. And has had his issues with injuries, but at stages threatened to rip games apart. Um, particularly one, I think, against Richmond or Port Adelaide, where he kicked like four and a quarter, just looked unstoppable, and I think we can expect a bit more of that going forward. 
Uh, and last, we've got a couple of small forwards, Matt Owies and Corey Durden. Um, Durden on the bench. Owies, ex-basketballer, surprisingly, for a guy that's as tall as he is. Just fantastic forward pressure. Leaves Carlton for forward pressure and tackles, stuff like that, ground ball gets. So he's awesome. When you've got these big guys competing in the air, you need someone at ground level crumbing the ball, feeding it off, but just applying pressure if the opposition defenders win the footy back. And then Durden, very, very similar story. Like... These guys are never going to be the kick two forwards, but they're just going to be in the right position and hopefully kick a few goals from these crumbs. But um, they're, they're more structural players, just making sure the ball doesn't come out of that forward line too easily. That's my Carlton best 22 for next season. Uh, overall, I think it's a smart trade period. They didn't give up much. Got in Blake Akers addressing a definite need and then they've retained their pick 10 so they can go to the draft bring in another young talent and keep this push. Looking at this Carlton team, pretty much the entire 22 is between 24 and 29. So everyone is in their peak, in the prime of their career. Uh, good injury run. You think that they're a chance, not just for top four, but for top eight. Really, really solid team. And you think that last year would burn with them and they'd be looking to make amends and really show everyone and give their supporters something to cheer about because it's been a tough run for the Carlton Footy Club. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'll see you next time.